Welcome everyone to the Disney Pulse Podcast. My name is Chris and I will be hosting this podcast from here on until I decide to quit doing it. According to most statistics, that's what, seven episodes before the podcast folds? I don't know. I don't know. I'm friends with a lot of successful podcasters, so we'll see how I do. Um, why am I doing this? Well, I feel like my voice is as valid as anyone else's when it comes to speaking out on Disney. No, I'm not a lifelong Disney fan. I didn't really find Disney World until I was an adult. I went once when I was a kid, but I really don't have a whole lot of memories of it. But we have a lot of uh, different ways of looking at things, I think. And everyone's viewpoint is valid. Um, Everyone has different ways of looking at things, different perspectives. When I decided to stick a toe into the podcasting world, it certainly wasn't to become famous or uh, to make money (laughs) off of this, but I think everyone enjoys talking about what they're passionate about. And since 2016, going on a family trip to Disney, for me, my first time in 30 years, I have become passionate about it. I really have. And not just one aspect of it because there are certain things at Disney World I really and I know this is starting starting right off as being inflammatory but I I really don't care about characters I don't go up and get pictures I don't get hugs I don't and I'm not yucking on anyone else's yum as several of my Disney friends like to say have fun have a blast with it I I love it in fact I was counting down after the uh after COVID, counting down to when character meet and greets were a thing again. Not for me, just because it was a step towards normalcy. It was something that meant things were getting back to the before time. And so I was excited when they came back. But as for me, I don't really care to get my pictures made with any of them. I I think it's a great thing. I think it's wonderful, Uh, but it's just not my thing. But that's what's great about, you know, being in Disney World and, and being a Disney fan is, you know, everyone has their things they like as long as you're not, you know, poo-pooing on someone else's idea of what they enjoy the most, then great, have fun, you know, do what you like. I, for me, Disney is, is way different than the whole character aspect of it. It's, it's so immersive. It's so sometimes in your face and sometimes that's what you want. Sometimes so subtle. Sometimes that's what you want. There's really a place in the bubble for whatever level of fan you are and for whatever level or mood that you are in at the time. I think that is important. I think that the Imagineers have created a world and a bubble that can accommodate just about any type of fan. I mean, we hear all the time, people say, ugh, went to Disney once, I hated it. And my knee-jerk response to that is, well, you didn't do Disney right. You know, you need to come with me, I'll show you how. But I have come to realize that that is not necessarily the case. There is a good chance that that person Disney's not going to be their thing. There are some people who absolutely love beach vacations, and that's their thing. They want to lay on a beach and relax. Disney World is probably not going to be your thing. I'm just being honest. You need a vacation from your vacation when you get back from Disney, and that's how I like to vacation. Even on other vacations that we went to, uh, Hawaii. We went to Hawaii, was it 2018, I guess? And, you know, there were... Sure, the beaches are beautiful, and and I'm okay with doing a little bit of beach time, a couple hours, but then let's go do something. I want to go 
you know, we did the parasailing and we went to Polynesian Cultural Center and, and just, we enjoyed those things. We want to go. That's how our family likes to vacation. We don't want to sit around all day. My wife could probably sit on a beach all day for several days at a time. And then she's a Disney nut too. So, you know, that's the way we like to vacation. We want to go. We want to be on the run. And I know that's not everybody's thing. So I have stopped the whole, well, you just didn't Disney ride if you didn't enjoy it. No, some people, that's not going to be their thing. If like crowds just absolutely make you a nervous wreck, there are ways to mitigate that in Disney. There are ways to get around that. There are things you can do to to cater a vacation and that's going to be important i think eventually we'll we'll talk about that we'll have a, maybe a, a discussion about you know pulling pulling resources together and, and learning how to disney with a family where you got one person who you know disney is not their thing because you can still make it enjoyable for them is it going to be their dream vacation no no it's not is it going to be something they're going to want to do every year no but you can still create an atmosphere and an agenda for those kind of families where this member of the family that's not absolutely crazy about Disney can still enjoy themselves. And, you know, we'll, we'll definitely dig into that on, on an episode <laughs> if it makes it past one episode. Uh, I'm not going to be led by numbers. I'm going to be led by, do I still want to do this when it comes to making this podcast? Just getting that out there right now. But... You know, I have come to learn that, you know, Disney's not everybody's thing, but for those who are passionate about it, there is something in the bubble for everyone, no matter what mood I'm in. If I wake up and I'm full of energy and I'm like, let's do that, you can go full stink, as the Geekin' on WDW podcast likes to refer to it, and rope drop and hit things hard and get a bunch of attractions out of the way early in the morning and then, you know, do however you want. Or if I wake up and I'm just like, ah. I want a vibe today. I just want to just want to chill. I just want and put me out on a bench on Crescent Lake overlooking the boardwalk or sitting on the boardwalk side overlooking Beach Club and Yacht Club looking out over Crescent Lake and ah I could sit there for hours depending on what mood I'm in. You know, I I love to hop to the resort. Sometimes I could a couple years ago if you would have said a resort only vacation I would have been like, "What? I don't want to go to Di- I can't be at Disney and not going to the parks." I think I could do that now. I've not done that yet, but I think I could. I think I could just resort hop and go to Disney Springs. Disney Springs has grown on me, y'all. I was not a fan. When we came in 2016, I was like, this is a strip mall with really good dining. And why, why, I mean, bougie stores, you got Rolex and you got all kinds of craziness, but it's grown on me. Number one is beautifully landscaped. Number two, the restaurants are really excellent. And number three, there's just an energy there. Uh, some of the entertainment we enjoyed ourselves so much on it was a couple trips ago but my wife and I happened to be walking past Raglan Road we weren't eating there we were heading somewhere else but there was a live musician outside and we sat there for an hour listening to this guy he was fantastic and there's an energy at Disney Springs that I've really come to appreciate so it's growing on me it's it's still never going to overtake like the parks or even the resorts but I, I do enjoy now spending some time there but I mean, there is literally something for everyone as long as, you know, you can deal with the Disney aesthetic. And, you know, I'm looking very forward to December where I'm staying on Crescent Lake for the first time. I'm staying at the Dolphin. Uh, Me and my wife are just doing a short Christmas trip because we absolutely love Christmas, the holidays at Walt Disney World. We will definitely be doing an episode on that eventually. But 
you know, there, there really is something for everything. I know it's not going to be everybody's thing, but for those who are passionate about it, it really, really just digs in and puts a claw in you and you can't get away. And that's kind of how it was after 2016. I just really appreciated what they're doing down there and the way the Imagineers have built the place and the atmosphere and the sight lines and the architecture, everything. I mean, it just, it called to me. It's something that caters to the way I like to vacation. And it's something that just so much to dig into. It's never superficial. It's never surface level. There are layers to everything you look at. You say, oh, well, that's cute. Yeah, but do you know what it means? There's this and there's this and, and they've created this. I mean, it's, it's incredible, the thought that has gone into a lot of this. So it is a, you know, it's a fantastic place. It's what I became passionate about. So I thought, why not? Why not jump in? I listen to a lot of Disney podcasts. I have cut down a lot of those Disney podcasts over the last few years. Number one, because, you know, time, I, I'm an adult. I have kids, have a wife. Uh, you can't spend all your time listening to Disney podcasts. But there's also the more you listen to each podcast, the more you're like, I really like what these people are doing, or eh, this is not really my thing. You know, I have certain podcasts that I listen to for Disney news. So therefore, if a lot of these podcasts that come along that they do news and they do, I don't really, I don't really need that. In fact, Disney news podcasts really aren't my thing just because I follow the right people on Twitter and on Facebook. You know, if you follow Scott Gustin or you follow Blog Mickey, it's two of the more reputable ones in my opinion. I know a lot of people completely douse on anyone who's got running a fan site, but those are two of the ones that I feel like do a respectable job at getting news out there and getting out there quick. So usually Disney news podcasts, by the time it comes out, it's already old news. To those of us who are have our finger on the uh, the Disney Pulse, I, I'm not going to try and work in the name every time, but that just seemed applicable at that time. So, you know, there are different podcasts for different areas that I like. You know, I have uh, some DVC podcasts I listen to. Am I a DVC member? No. Will I be? Oh, absolutely. There is coming a time. But that time is not now. That time is not yet. But I do like to keep keep up with the, that kind of news. I, there's some things that are just ridiculousness. That's what these Disney podcasts are. Just silliness. I love those. Then there are ones that are just trip reports. And it, I love listening to trip reports. I love hearing other people's perspectives. I love hearing about crowds. And, and you know, I am a Disney geek. I'm a nerd. I, right now, I'm keeping up a spreadsheet of wait times. Taking the wait times at all four parks three times a day. Just to track, um, how July and August really are because I think that, you know, it's really been slowing down in the parks over the summer. People aren't nearly afraid to take their kids out of school now, especially after COVID. Uh, they saw how much can be accomplished remotely. So they're not, they're getting less and less afraid to pull kids out of school. So, you know, just keeping up with that stuff, I think September will always be the slowest month just because People aren't afraid to pull their kids out of school, but they really don't want to do it the first couple weeks of school. So I believe September will always be that lowest, the absolute lowest crowd levels. But I really believe summers have went down. So I've been keeping up these spreadsheets and, and you know, I, I don't spread that out on normal social media. I don't put on my personal page, hey, look what I'm doing. Because, you know, we do try and keep our nerd undercover a little bit. I mean, we don't want interventions happening. Um, but... You know, I enjoy that kind of stuff. I am I am a Disney nerd. I love doing stuff like that. And 
you know, we may go into that on this. I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know what kind of content that I'm going to be spinning out. I Will I have guests? Yeah, I'm sure I will. I've got uh, the equipment that allows me to, you know, Bluetooth phone calls in and pretty good audio quality, actually. So uh, we've tested that already. But yeah, I'm sure I'll have guests. Am I going to go after famous people? No. I, if they come to me, I'm not going to refuse them being on, but I'm not going after them. I, I don't really have an interest in going after the, the people that people recognize. To me, the most entertaining Disney people are Disney fans. You know, I'm involved in several different podcast communities, and they're the most entertaining people you'll ever want to meet. Those are the people who I want to have on. Those are the people who I know can talk Disney intelligently. They're not just all about talking about Disney news and, and you know, this and that. We can have fun. We can have, we can debate. I have a lot of friends who are in this Disney community that, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll have on for different episodes. I know people who have specialties in certain things, and I'm like, oh, this person I want to have come on talk about, you know, this. So it's, I think it's, um, it's really going to depend on what, where the interest is, number one. I mean, if I have feedback and they're like, hey, we really enjoyed this episode and this one, well, that was kind of boring. I want real feedback. I do not consider myself the most interesting person in the world, but I'm a Disney geek and I'm a Disney nerd and I'm passionate about it. And I think that always conveys. That always translates well over any kind of medium. You can always tell, you can smell your own. So I hope that in putting this together and in putting out something that is going to not so much intrigue, it's not going to light you on fire, it's not going to... Well, that was kind of morbid. It's not going to maybe excite you all that much, but I think it's going to be good content. I think we're going to be able to put out stuff that people want to hear. And I say we. It's me. I'm here. Uh, who knows? I may talk my wife into being on this. We have other podcast things that we have going on with her and I that is non-Disney related. But like I said, she's a Disney nerd too. So uh, maybe not to the level. That's the funny part. When we got married... She talked to me and she was like, hey, you know, next year, I think we really want to do a Disney trip. I, I know that you haven't been since you were little. You told me, but we're kind of Disney people. So I was like, eh, whatever. I like Six Flags. We can do Disney. You know, that, that was kind of my mindset going in. Little did she know the monster that she was going to create by taking me down there the first time. And it wasn't an instant thing. That was really weird. We went. I really enjoyed myself. But was months later as I'm reflecting on this trip and thinking back to everything I'm like man we really need to do that again in fact we I'd really like to do go back with just my wife and I and, and you know maybe look at some of the more adult things and, and jump around to some of these signature restaurants maybe and just because there was so much that I saw that I was like hey are we doing that no we're not doing that um, and that is <laughs> something that when you go with people who are already Disney aficionados, you're kind of led by their preferences. So, like the first time we went, there was no Country Bear Jamboree. There was not even a people mover. It's not my wife's favorite thing. She's like, oh, it's just kind of a slow ride, or you know. So there are a lot of things that you know you're you're kind of, you're going to kind of be led by whoever is kind of guiding the trip. Now they're excellent guides because they do so much in Disney. They go hard. My family went hard and it was great because we did so much that first trip. But there were some things. As I got back months later and I'm reflecting back and I, that's when I started listening to some Disney podcasts. I was like, eh, who knows? I, I'm not a podcast listener, but I'll try a couple of these. And I hear people talking about different things. I was like, oh man, I'd like to try that. And sometimes I'd ask my wife, well, what about this? She was like, eh, 
I did that when I was a kid, and we really didn't enjoy it. But, I mean, I'll try it again. And there's some things that she's been swayed on and some things that she's still like, no. No, that's a one and done for me. But you never know. You never know. To it, I've heard so many people say, you can't do it all. I don't care how many times you've been to Disney. You just can't do it all. Number one, they keep coming out with new stuff. Number two, there's just so many nooks and crannies and different areas that you just don't, you can't even see. You can't fathom. And then the more you, the more you dig into the parks, the more layers there are. And you start seeing things, wow, they have, I didn't know this place did this kind of experience. And, and it's, you just can't do it all. And so I'm really looking forward to kind of chronicling my journey in this podcast, but that's what part of this will be chronicling my journey and learning Disney and learning. I mean, I already consider myself upper echelon when it comes to just knowledge, but experience is where I haven't had all of it. There's so much I haven't done. And I plan on trying to get those things done. I'm a completionist. I want to do everything because they're always coming out with new stuff. I don't know if you'll ever get to that 100% level, but I do want to stay at every resort. How many have I stayed at? Not that many. I've stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge. That was definitely a highlight for sure. Pop Century is kind of my family's go-to, and I enjoy it, especially now that the Skyliner's there. I think that was just a game changer for that resort. But I like the theming. I like the overall Disney. I've stayed at All Star Movies. I have no complaints there. I really don't. We enjoyed our, our stay. Actually, that was a solo trip, so I enjoyed my stay there. I had no issues with it. It's all bus transportation, which is can be frustrating, but at that at the time I went, didn't really have any issues with it. I've stayed at Port Orleans Riverside. Uh, the grounds were beautiful, a little too big for me, a little too spread out, let's say. We had to walk forever to get to even the nearest bus stop, and we had to walk forever to get to the main building. That just wasn't probably, I'd like to try French Quarter, and I will. Like I said, I'm a completionist. I'm going to try to stay everywhere. And I think that maybe, oh, I've stayed at Grand Destino Tower at Coronado. Love that place. Yeah, we'll definitely be staying there again. And like I said, we have a trip coming up where we're going to be staying at the Dolphin. It's not Disney-owned. It's a Marriott Hotel, but it's... It's right there on Crescent Lake. It's still in the bubble. Very much looking forward to that stay. And because we tacked on the Jollywood Nights party, holiday party, we had to add a day to our stay, and it was really not financially conducive to add another night at the Dolphin. So we were staying at Caribbean Beach for one night. So I'll be glad to stay there. It's kind of the Skyliner hub. So I'm going to enjoy that. But I'd like to stay everywhere. There's so many places that her bucket list. Now there's like five, six bucket list resorts I want to stay at, you know, and, then it's, and everyone has things they like. And, you know, I plan on chronicling this journey that I'm having through Disney and being a completionist and getting to stay these different places, trying these experiences that are fly under the radar. And, you know, there, there are several things that I just haven't done. And there are several things that I have done once and, and I don't feel like I really appreciated it or I was so distracted by other things. I, you know, there's so many experiences that you have to do more than once because you're missing half of what it is. And I feel like every attractions are even like that. I feel like every attraction at Disney is like that. You, you have to do it more than once because you miss something. You miss some details. And it's just, I'm looking forward to it. I enjoy this. I'm passionate about it. So I decided to put my voice out there and uh, create some content. It's, is it going to be thrilling content? Probably not for y'all, but I'm going to enjoy it. And, you know, we'll eventually have some guests on. Well, it's not going to be every week is going to be a top five list. There may be some of those thrown in because I like ranking. I like doing things that say, hey, this is what I like and this is this is what I do not like. I'm not afraid to talk about things I don't like. There are some 
aspects and some perspectives I have that I know are controversial. I am and I'm just going to throw this out there as clickbait. I am not a fan of the Riviera. Um, I have not stayed in the rooms. The way I vacation, I've never been in the room much, so I don't think that would sway my opinion much. I hear they're beautiful and nicely appointed and all that, but just not a big fan of it. Didn't care for the restaurants. I know that's controversy, but at, at any rate, just, you know, but there are things I love. There are things I'm not uh, too big of a fan of, and I'm not afraid to talk about those. I'm not going to. There are some podcasts that I had to stop listening to just because they absolutely snort pixie dust. That's not who I am. Now, there are other podcasts I listen to that they did nothing but complain about the state of Disney and how far it's fallen. And I'm not going to be like that either. Believe me, I'm doing this because I'm passionate about it. I love the bubble. I love being at Disney World. But so I'm not but I'm not afraid to call things out and say, hey, you know, they really need to fix this or, hey, open up 1900 Park Fair, you cowards. That, sorry, that's just a thorn in my side right now. In my opinion, one of the best character meals out there, the stepsisters are fantastic but they really need to open that back up i do not believe staffing is an issue anymore perhaps i'm wrong i'm not on the inside here but this is just how i kind of feel about it honestly i mean that's one of the things i want are different people to come on and and have friendly and definitely friendly i'm not out to be inflammatory but some friendly debate about different things that maybe i enjoy that others don't or that other people enjoy that i'm not a fan of I want to have fun. I want this podcast to be fun. I want it to be something you listen to. You're like, oh, yeah, hey, look at that. Disney Pulse has a new podcast out. I want to listen to that. I feel like that I am much more entertaining in the written (laughs) medium. I do have a blog out there called mousethoughts.com. And I'm not super consistent about getting articles out there. But I do enjoy writing about things. When something comes up that, you know, strikes a chord with me or... That ticks me off or, you know, whatever it may be, uh, they bring out something new that I want to talk about. You know, I, I do like to write some of that. And I feel like my writing is much better than my talking. I tell people all the time, they're like, oh man, I love your stuff on Facebook. Uh, I can't wait to meet you in person. I'm like, I'm devastatingly disappointed in person, but I'm glad you enjoy the Facebook stuff. I kind of do that because there's so much garbage out there on social media. I just want to make people laugh. And I do that much better in writing than I do talking, as I'm sure you'll discover during the course of this podcast. So I don't want to take up too much more of your time. So let's go ahead and shut this down for this week. And and we will see how this goes, how this flows, how hard it is to edit this thing, uh, because I've already put a ton of spaces and pauses and ums and uhs. And I can already tell I'm going to have to get better at this, but I'm sure I will. So Let's go ahead and shut it down. I'm glad you all are here for the inaugural podcast episode of the Disney Pulse podcast. And all right, I just thought about that. I was like, is there going to be an issue with the anagram of it? Because, you know, we don't want another alien swirling saucers or monsters ink laugh floor kind of situation going on. Um, You can figure that out on your own if you haven't already. But uh, DPP, I think I'm all right with that. So... I'm glad you all came. I'm glad you all enjoyed. Uh, well, I hope you enjoyed, but I'm glad you all stuck with me till the end, and hopefully there'll be more to come. Have a great day, y'all. <laughs>